You are listening to the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast, where we discuss how to find ultimate intimacy in your relationship. We believe that no matter how many years you've been married, you can achieve passion, romance, happiness, and ultimate intimacy at any stage of your life. Join us as we talk to not only marriage experts, but couples just like yourself and people who are just flat out fun. The Ultimate Intimacy Podcast is for couples who have a good relationship but want to make it even better. Hi, and welcome to episode 81 of the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast. Wait, where's your hi? I'm going to switch it up again. That was so boring. Got to do it again. Hi, and welcome to episode 81 <laughs> of the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast. And the next time, maybe I'll try to talk in a sexy voice. Oh, it's episode 81. <laughs> Switch it up a little bit. Yeah, that's good. That's People, good. Okay, can't get bored. That's good. Just like our sex life, right? Yeah, don't, keep, don't want to get boring. Don't want the podcast to get boring. That, oh, it's not going to be boring today. Yeah, today, man, if we were recording, I might be blushing about the things we got to talk about today. I'm, I might just let Amy just Nick, handle this Nick podcast. Nick was going to blush. We decided not to record a video of this one because I'm all sweaty from pickleball and he says he's going to blush. So not a good day to see us. Yeah, this is this is going to be a fun one today. Um, before we dive in, Amy wanted to do something. What did you want to do today? I thought it would be good to introduce ourselves again. Nick and Amy. Because we have a lot of new audience. We have a lot of new emails we're getting that just found us. And I don't think we've ever really come out and said anything like personal about ourselves. What What are you suggesting we share, sweetie? Like normal stuff. Normal stuff? Okay. So we are... I'm Amy. This is Nick McKinley. We have four children ages nine to... Almost 18 in two weeks. Holy cow. Crazy. We're like literally elementary school, junior high school, middle school, Get high him. school right now. Insane four schools. Get Crazy. Him out of the house. Crazy time of life. Oh, no, wait. Oh, wait. No. He's got the rest of the school year. I'm just teasing. No, I'm not ready for that. Nick's ready for that. <laughs> I'm for them joking. To start I'm totally I'm going to cry. I'm full. I'm going to cry. I'm the mom. We've been married for 20 years. It feels like we're just entering our honeymoon. Right. No, it does not. What? Are you kidding me? You don't feel like it just... No. Oh, no. That's, that hurts. That's hurtful. That's all right. That's just being honest. It's good to okay. be honest. Okay, ow, that, that hurt. That was I a... do not feel like we're on our, on our honeymoon. Nick a... feels like we're... We have four kids and life is insane. That this was... is not the honeymoon that stage. That was a kick between the legs. This does not feel like the honeymoon stage. I had nothing to worry about during that stage. Okay, what else do you want to share with them? We, uh... <laughs> Uh, what else um, could be interesting? Nick wouldn't give me more children. He thinks I'm insane for wanting more. And so I surprised him with a couple dogs. Yeah. So we have three dogs. She said, for every year, you're not giving me another child. You're, I'm going to buy a dog. So we have three dogs so far, but at least it's not like that sounds awful, seven or I know, eight. But you have plenty of golf clubs. So I decided to buy dogs. Fair, right? Yeah. We have a bird. So we got, it's like a... It's like a zoo in this house. Oh, it's a happy house. And then four kids. Animals make the house happy. We have four kids, right? Yep. Who's, who's counting? We, Nick is very athletic. He was a golf professional. I'm going to talk about you. Maybe you talk about me. I'll talk about you. 
Nick won't tell anyone, so. Um, Amy is an incredible artist. She's incredibly talented at uh, crafts. <laughs> I, I tease. I tease Amy. I say everything you do turns to gold. That's not like true. Amy's got a gold finger. Funny. She is uh, amazing at making love. Um, Stop. Just... We're not getting into that. This is like normal stuff. It is. That's normal. They don't want to know that. Okay. Um, <laughs> she, she loves pickleball. That's her first love. I think I'm her second love. Not true. No. And Actually, he never says that. He says the dogs are. He was jealous last night. Yeah. Dog, I was snuggling oh, the I dog. Oh, I totally was. We got yeah. into a little, not an argument, but a little bit of a, he's like, take your arm off that dog. You like the dog more than me. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Some, that's our jealousy in our house. We deal with it too. We're normal. <laughs> We're totally normal. So, um, um. We're not that exciting. Oh, are you kidding oh, me? We're exciting. We're exciting. Uh, we live in Utah. We live in the desert. We do a lot of hiking, a lot of outdoor activities, and a lot of fun stuff. So we do love to hike and golf. All the outdoor stuff. Golf. So we like outdoors. that's that's a little bit about us. Maybe we'll we'll share a little bit more. Yeah. As we go into other episodes. If you if you find yourself here, let us know. Contact us. We'll take you on a good hike. That's right. All right, we're jumping in. All right. This... We know this is the episode you're all waiting for because I can't tell you how many emails we got this week asking for the toy, the bedroom toy that we suggested in the last episode. Yeah, that was a full-time job for me. Holy cow, we got a lot of emails. So sad to say, I think a lot of people think we're experts in that area. We're not because we've only bought like two toys. Yeah. But the, the second one was awesome. So why buy any more? That's true. So... So today's episode is titled, What is Okay and Not Okay in the Marriage Bedroom? Like Amy said, we get so many emails from people saying, Hey, how do you guys feel about this? Or is this okay? Or my spouse wants me to do this. And, you know, where a lot of things are not just black and white, yes or no. I mean, some things are. I mean, some things are absolutely, hey, this is right. This is wrong. We'll let you know what we think of that. But some things aren't as simple as that. So in this episode, we're going to just share, you know, what Amy and I have done in our marriage and our relationship. And, you know, maybe it's right for you. Maybe it's not. But we've, we found this works great in our relationship and kind of determining, you know, what's right, what's wrong, what are the boundaries. And I think it makes sense. And so into this, in this episode today, we're going to talk a, a lot about what's okay and not okay with a lot of the different topics that you guys have had that you've messaged us on. And the big answer to this question, should we do a big drum roll? Uh, There is no answer because it's up to you as a couple between you and God. Like some people are like, is this okay? Is this okay? It's up to you what you want to do in the bedroom. There's certain things, like he said, that were like absolutely never happening for us. Yeah. And a hard line no. And there's other things that we have changed our mind about over the last 20 years. For sure. Like at the beginning, we're like, absolutely not. Never doing that. Never doing that. And then at year 15, you're like, oh, I need something new. Let's find an appropriate way to incorporate this. So there, yeah, I think everyone's different. So just a reminder is you're listening because we don't do something doesn't make it wrong for you or something that we don't do doesn't make it right. Like it's just exactly. all about your marriage. Exactly. So. Now, like we said, there are certain things we're going to talk about. We're just going to flat out say, we don't believe this is right in marriage. Nope. Um, 
But we, we want to share what we did in our marriage to determine kind of what's okay or not okay in the marriage bedroom. And we, we pretty much just said, okay, let's ask ourselves, whatever the subject is or whatever we're discussing, does this bring us closer together as a couple and enhance our marriage or does it... Uh, you know, divide us and, and basically... Or could it divide us. Or could it divide us and bring us further apart? And so we kind of, we just ask that simple question with everything we do. Does this bring us closer together as a couple? Sexually, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. But this this is a question that you really have to be honest with yourself about. I mean, you can't, you can't say, oh, you know doing this is going to bring us closer together as a couple just to justify it. I mean, you really have to be honest and, and open about how you're answering the question and, you know, really determine if it is going to bring you closer together as a couple. Like we have a lot of people that say, oh, porn brings us closer together as a couple. We know that in the long term, porn is not going to be something yeah. that brings you closer together as a couple. And that, and obviously that's something we'll talk about today as well. So should we just dive into the first topic? Let's do it. So, okay. um, so the first topic, um, before we jump in, Amy's sitting over here like, what are you doing? You're going off script. It's okay. Not that we have a script because we really don't well, have a script. Well, you just have a list of things we're going to talk about. So, yeah. so you take us to the top so, one. So the first one is vibrators or sex toys. Now, when we're talking about this, um, we, we recognize there's a lot of women out there that have a real hard time having an orgasm. And in fact, 75 to 80% of women can't have orgasms without clitoral stimulation. So we often think that, oh, we're going to have sexual intercourse and it's going to be just great for, for both of us. And that is not the case at all. And so there really are some things um, that, can, that can help people in this area. So let's dive into vibrators and sex toys and okay. give our thoughts there. These are our personal thoughts. So just remember that. Um, when we first got married, we kind of, I don't know, it took us a few years to, like, we didn't need anything at the beginning. We kind of figured each other's bodies out. We kind of went into marriage thinking maybe we, no one had ever taught us anything about this stuff. We were kind of blind to this. So we oh, I would have got a failing grade in sex ed. Oh, for sure. Like we, we both came from homes that was like not really talked about it. I got my education elsewhere and not in the home. So and when I got came, my education from Amy after we got married. <laughs> Literally none, <Yeah>, zero. <laughs> but I think we both, um, me and Christians, thought that it was not okay, maybe, to bring toys. I don't know. I didn't really know what I thought. I never really thought about it. And I think that we both, for like the first ten years of our marriage, thought, "Oh, those will replace each other. Yeah, and it will tear us apart." Now we were super naive. Totally get that. Totally, some people are still totally against it. Totally understand because we were there for a long time. But from talking with family members and family members that are experts in this area and um, sex educators, sometimes, I mean, a lot of the times women need some, quote, toys or things to use in the bedroom to help them learn how to orgasm or just Bring them in for fun, which is kind of why we finally got to that point, right? Well, honestly, I just went to the store one night and I was just rolling the dice. Like Amy said, my concern was like, I can't compete with a toy. This thing can last hours. I'm like, 
I can't last well, hours. But no, well, but before you jump into going and buying a toy, like, for years and years and years, you were afraid it was going to replace you. Correct, yeah. I was afraid I was going to like it more than you. I mean, they're made to work for your class. Yeah, I was, afra- I, mean, I was afraid to, like, hey, babe, I don't need you tonight. I'm all, I'm all good. <laughs> I'm like, what? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, he wasn't going to go for like, that. I didn't want to go for that. Going for that, but and, and they're. But my point, my well, hold on. They are made to do things to the clitoris that that I can't. You can't do. Yeah. And I've always wondered, like, why the crap don't they have a body part that like focuses on that? But you do. You just it's yeah. You just gotta learn each other. So, so. I so I went <laughs> to the store. I mean, I'm just rolling the dice, thinking, all right. Um, this could be really good or really bad, but we'll 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 see. So I wait. This is way after we made the app, though. Yeah, this is after we made the app. Correct. So I'm I'm in the store, and of course I'm trying to hide it, and don't <laughs> want kids and the, and my neighbors seeing what I'm buying and this and That's that. And funny. brought it home, and it and uh, it was amazing. It bottom line, without sharing a two hour story. Uh, it, it's been amazing for What's, us. Like, wait, what? What? What did you just do? That was like incredible. Right? Yeah, that exactly. Was, yeah, and I think a lot of women that finally give in are like, wow. And a lot of women that have, have their entire, I, I mean, I have friends that have the entire toy buckets, and they just laugh at me, and they're like, really? It took you that long? I got a whole stash. Yeah. It's got a lock on it. <laughs> it's like game night, pull out all my toys, you know? And I'm like, okay, I just never wanted the toys to become so exciting that I didn't, that, that it would take over. Now, having said that, we we only use it in our intimacy. Like, it's not something that uh, Amy uses on her own, at least nope. that I'm not aware of. Um, nope. <laughs> it's something that we are like, okay, we're just going to use this in our lovemaking. It's something that uh, we use as foreplay and something that gets her going, and, and it's awesome. It's an amazing toy. So, and I know we've already talked about this the last couple of episodes, so I apologize, but they're good they're good purpose if you use them in the right way and like nick asked the question is it bringing us closer together if your answer is yes that's great for your marriage if the answer is no and it's tearing you apart or you are wanting to use it for solo like yeah probably no in your marriage yeah and that's what i would say a lot of people probably okay but we didn't even get to sex toys um we love we're just going to be flat out open. We love our vibrating rings that we sell in our shop. They just slip on the penis. It hits the clitoris. You can still have intercourse. Works for both people. Totally makes lovemaking amazing. It's a small little toy. Won't replace anyone. Use between two. We did start with those because we felt that it was good. Perfect for both of us. Yeah. And it, it kept things more natural, right? It did keep things totally natural. Like we're still making love. So if you're thing. on the fence about, should I buy a toy? The vibrating rings are for both. It totally is natural. Like, I and that love might, those. And that might be a little bit more comfortable for some people that are like, ah, I don't want to go to a vibrator yet. Mm-hmm. Um, like Amy said, that, that can be worn uh, while you're making love and, and just provides a little bit of extra help. Other toys, we'll be honest with you, Amy and I are not crazy. We've kind of... Mm-hmm. That's kind of the limit of what we've done, you know. We live our own just a couple. That's it. So, you know, we have no desire to get any other toys, really. I mean, that's just... I could see people buying the the wedge pillows. Yeah, for I get sure. that. We haven't done that. I don't know. I guess I, I'm too cheap and can prop a pillow up. But I don't know. I think those would be great for different positions and stuff. Probably We probably should get one and try it out so we can recommend it to you guys. For sure. Um, 
we're not into kinky stuff, so sorry, no expertise on that. Yeah, and I think our, our answer on that is we, you know, we don't want to do anything that could lead to other things. I mean, we just, we're happy with, with where we're at. We're happy with our relationship and our intimacy, and so... Doesn't mean they're bad. You want to introduce something into your bedroom? That is between the two of you. But again, ask yourself the question, whatever you're getting, whatever you're doing, is this going to bring us closer together as a couple? And you have to be, again, you have to be honest with yourself about that question. And I think... If you can answer like yes, this is this is really going to bring us closer together as a couple, um, then you know probably okay doing. Yeah. So between you. Um, next one, we get asked a lot on games, positions, different things. Obviously, we created an app, <laughs> so uh, we we feel like this is okay. Um, I think that there are some very graphic positions out there. If you type in positions, you're probably going to see stuff that you don't want to see. So since we don't want to put our eyes on any of that, um, that's why we created our cute little stick figure graphics. So I think those are great. Highly that's what recommended. we use. Highly recommended. Absolutely. So yeah, we totally obviously believe that uh, you know making things fun and playful in your marriage and trying new things the key is is, is both as your as long as you both are comfortable we absolutely don't agree if you're trying things that one spouse is not comfortable with um, but we're we're totally there is a fine this is a conversation to be had there is a fine line between my spouse won't try anything they say they're uncomfortable now when you know our story when I brought Nick a bedroom game home. There was no pictures. There were no graphics. I wouldn't buy anything that was like not appropriate. It was a very appropriate game. Just had different ideas, kind of like the app. I brought it home to Nick and he was kind of like, I don't know. I just don't know about this. And I'm like, well, at least let's give it a try. And it took him a couple days to be like, okay, I'm willing to try. I think that you were just kind of put up your guard. I don't know. Like you just kind of were like, I don't. Well, I think my first reaction, as we've said in other podcasts, was, am I not good enough? You know, why Why do we need something more? And then the second thing was, is, okay, if I start trying all these new things, am I going to want to get into, push the limits a little bit, I guess, or what What have you? You know, what, what, is, mm-hmm. what is it going to do to me sexually? Is it going to, you know, I guess... Yeah, what's it going to do to me sexually, is, I, I guess. And best. we haven't really hardly done anything. So I was like, well, we got to try new stuff to know what we like. <laughs> so the the point I'm trying to make is that instead of pushing your spouse into trying something and them saying, I'm not comfortable with it and not being willing to try, this is where the conversation really had to come into effect in our relationship because I had to tell him, why I wanted to try something new, how I felt about it. He had to express to me, this is why I'm hesitant. I'm a little concerned about this, this, or this. And then I didn't want to push him into something. He wouldn't want to push me into something. It's all about like finding a common ground and communicating about it and making sure that you're both willing to try. But sometimes people say, I'm just not comfortable with that. And they're super stubborn about it. You do got to be able to, like, as long as it's, like, something that's not appropriate, come on. Like, it's fun to try new things. So, before you, like, make harsh judgments, like, I'm not trying anything, I'm not trying that position, maybe just give it, like, a a little... I think, too, that's a lot, that's a lot, (laughs) the reason, like, why people, when they go on vacations, or they make love in the car, or different places, like, it's fun and exciting. It's new. Yeah, it's It's new, new. And, and there's nothing different with trying new positions, or trying games, or trying different things, again, as long as... Both of you are comfortable with Both that. Of you are comfortable. Yeah, you make a great point there. 
I don't know. It's just, that's all about communication. You have to be vulnerable with this conversation. That's when our vulnerability just opened wide up. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, the next one is pornography. We get a lot of people that message us about us, uh, message us about this subject. Um, now we understand this is a problem that a lot of people deal with this, as we've said in other podcasts and, and we're not boasting or, or shaming or doing anything like that. Like we recognize this is a big problem. Luckily, and, and thank God we, this isn't something we've had to deal with in our marriage. Um, we don't have a lot of experience on this we want to do a future podcast but we do have um people in our lives that have really dealt with this and just seen how hard it's made their lives and their marriages um you know it's it's not it's not hard to see it's things that they've just have caused um you know really really difficult times so uh, as far as our view on pornography um I mean, we just flat out, it's an absolute, no, it's not okay. I mean, there's no, there's no circumstances in our relationship that uh, we would ever think that it was okay. Um, And I think, I think we would take that same stance and anyone asking us our advice is no, pornography is not okay. I mean, anytime you're bringing a third party into the bedroom, um, that's going to complicate things. It's going to do, do a lot of things. I think that Again, this is just my opinion. I think pornography is, in a way, just like having an affair. Um, but again, that's just my opinion. I know some of you might disagree with me, but I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna, I guess, sugarcoat things. I mean, this is just how we feel in our marriage. We avoid it like the plague. We again, we've seen it destroy people's lives. Even if and it doesn't destroy at the beginning, it will eventually destroy. There's so many, so much research out there that it never does any ounce of good for anybody. So yeah. there's other ways to spice things up without looking at other stuff or other people. So we, again, we just, we keep it away like the plague, like something that could literally kill us because knowing knowing myself and how my tendencies are and things like that, like, I mean, and I think a lot of people feel this way, you know, it's something that could be extremely addictive and once you get into it, it's very difficult for to, women and men. For women and men to to get over. So, anyways, our uh, our answer on that is absolutely no. It's not okay. That's a hard no, but we recognize that so many people struggle with it, and our heart goes out to you. There are so many amazing professionals that are available to help get you through it, and I look up so highly to people that have overcome it and found forgiveness and healing in their marriage. I just, it can be done. Absolutely. And like, like Amy and I have talked about, you know, we have a lot of great, some of our best friends and the most amazing people that we've ever met in our lives uh, have struggled with this. Like Mm -hmm. it's, you know, what, what I'm also amazed at is how, you know, you look at different articles and different things out there and how many people are saying, oh, if you really want to spice up your sex life, you can't do it without pornography. You have to have pornography in your life. And Highly it's, disagree. It's amazing how how much the world is pushing this, making us believe that to have an enjoyable sex life, we have to have this in our lives. And that is not the case at all. Nope. Nope. Absolutely not true. It's a billion dollar street. It's really sad. So let's... That one's a hard no for us. Um, The next one is oral sex. I'll let you lead this one out. (laughs) Do you want me to lead this one? Lead this one out. Yeah, there's a lot of different opinions on this. Um, Yeah, I actually have different opinions on this because 
to me, I don't think that if both of you are okay with it, I don't think it's bad. I don't think there is anything wrong with joining together your bodies however you would like to do that. If you both want to do it and you both feel comfortable with it, I think it's between the two of you. I don't think it's a hard no. I think it's completely personal in your marriage. Some people are super against it. Some people are super for it. This one's, this one's a hard one. As for us, I think um, I don't like it when it's just all about that. For us, it's I feel like it's best when it's just some foreplay and then we go into lovemaking. I just don't feel like it's that connected sex that happens with intercourse. I just, that's just my thoughts on it as a woman. It does feel really good. It can help with some serious arousal, some really fast arousal. I just, I don't know, there's something about finishing like that that's not romantic and connecting to me. So I'm not against it. I think it works wonders, but I feel like if that's all, I, I just feel like you still need that connecting, unifying, amazing spiritual intercourse between the two of you. <laughs> yeah, I think I feel the same way as well. Like I actually, honestly, there's nothing I enjoy more than giving you oral sex. And I think one of the reasons, <laughs> Amy's sitting there like, how can you say that? I'm like getting a gag. <laughs> I, I, think one, I think one of the reasons is, is it's a very unselfish thing. Like if, if I'm doing that for her, I'm focusing 100% on her and not thinking at all about myself. And, and and vice versa. And so I think <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's one of the reasons why the person receiving it sometimes feels guilty or maybe it's a little bit uncomfortable. I think it's more uncomfortable for women just because we're like, oh, we might smell down there. Like a lot of women are like, I have to shower first, which I agree with. I, I can't do that without showering first. I don't know. I think we feel like a lot of, a lot of women feel a little more un- uncomfortable getting it and it's not super fun to give for anyone. So... I don't know, just something you need to talk about and just, if, if your wife or husband doesn't want to participate in this, like, be be respectful of that because you can still have an amazing sex life without it. I <laughs> And I agree with what Amy said. It's one of those things, like, if, if we were always doing that, like, it would just feel empty and feel like there's no connection. So, and, and so maybe, to me... I mean, I don't think oh, well, all people feel like that. But no, but what I'm do. saying, just just for me, like, I really I really enjoy it and I really enjoy doing it for you. But like you said, it, it really comes more into, like, the foreplay aspect and then um, we make love. I mean, that's... Yeah, you know. that's kind so, of... So bottom line, I mean... Feel. We're a little different on that one. That's okay. You can have different opinions in, even in your own marriage and be like, well, okay, I'll do it once in a while. If you really enjoy that, I'll do it for you once in a while. I don't really love it. So this is how we're going to compromise. Yeah. So so with oral sex, I mean, obviously we feel that it's okay, but I think it's something that you definitely need to talk to your spouse about. Make sure you're both comfortable uh, with what what's going on. And if your spouse is not comfortable, then talk about why and and, and you don't know, push it on and them. don't push it exactly. Never. Yep. Never push anything. So. Um. The next one is solo masturbation. You want me to do that one? Uh, sure. This one is a, um, this one's controversial. Yeah. Um, we don't in our marriage. I'm just going to be honest. We just don't. We've never needed to slash we like to be intimate together. 
Now, having said that, there are a lot of people that still do and they feel like it's okay. So that's also another one that's between the two of you. I, I think there's moments where like if the husband is like, I need it every day and the husband's like, I need, or the wife's like, I need it once a week, then maybe they compromise sometimes. My biggest worry with masturbation is that you're not connecting and if it starts happening too often, then it can cause a real wedge in your marriage. We don't want that. Yeah, I think you said it perfectly. I think another thing with uh, solo masturbation is it could be done at any time. Like there's no, um, oh, what's the word I'm trying to look for? It's just something that you you have no restraint. You just go and you do it and, and you do it. So you're fulfilling that need any time you want. And well, me, your need kind of becomes physical and not like... Yeah, all a connection. And not like a connection between you Yeah, like we know, I mean, we've heard of couples that they're both just like, yeah, you can masturbate anytime you want. As in, long in as it doesn't life. affect that we still are intimate together too. Yeah, but... I'm like, I don't understand that. But, but. I don't understand how it could, or, I mean, maybe, maybe for some couples work. Like I said, Amy and I, uh, we try to make love often enough to where we're focused on each other and that we don't need to do that, so... But we understand that there's other couples out there that uh, maybe if the intimacy isn't there, um, we certainly aren't going to... Uh... Yeah, everyone's got a different story and a different situation. So we're not going to say yes or no on this because but this I'll... is in b between you. But I think what we're pointing out and saying, you know, if you're, if you're doing it behind the scenes and on your own and you ask the question, is this bringing me closer together with my spouse? I mean, for me, the answer would be no. I mean, it's yeah. probably not. But again, I think um, we're not. We're certainly not going to tell people what to do or not to do. But in our marriage, um, we we really want to please each other and take care of each other, and that's what we try to do. Yep. So that's, that's a good answer. Um, yeah, and um, I think it's. I think the masturbation becomes an issue when it becomes secrecy, and there should not be any secrets in your marriage. So as long as whatever you're doing and works for your marriage, as long as you're both unified about it. And yeah. it brings you closer together. There's your answer. Whew, we got through that one. Just joking. Um, I'm just <laughs> teasing. Romance novels. We have a lot of people that have asked us about romance novels. Um, hmm. This... I don't have time to read, so... <laughs> this is a subject that I kind of look at like a movie. Like, Amy and I watch movies, and, and we love Naked Movie <laughs> Night. Um... We enjoy that together, and you know, sometimes we're watching movies, and they begin to kiss, and and it's a romantic movie or whatever. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. It gets you in the mood, gets you in the mood to make love. But you turn it off, make love to each other, turn it back on. Yeah, like we do that all the time. But um, obviously, if you're watching a movie that we're talking about appropriate romantic movies, correct or movies, yeah. right? Yeah, but obviously, if you're doing things to arouse. Um, arouse those feelings and those connections and you're imagining doing other things in other situations with other people or you know like a romance novel or a movie or something like that could do then obviously that's going into the you know going into I guess the territory of okay this is probably not okay so I think um anyways with my with my feelings on romance novels I would say okay you know a is it is it is it bringing you closer together as a couple or are you, watch, are you reading romance novels to get away 
of your relationship <laughs> get away from your reality because your needs aren't being taken care of in your relationship so you're reading those romance novels to escape your reality and put yourself in a place that can fulfill your needs in another way to me that would probably be wrong right wrong yeah yeah, yeah. so i guess my questions on that one would be um are they dirty like, I mean, because yeah. you can put, I mean, they say it's like, can be porn for women because some of them are dirty. I don't know. I don't read them. So yeah, like I guess a, some of them are like really bad. I like guess. a romance novel where it's like going into great Full detail. I mean, obviously. You're just watching your own porn in your mind, right? Exactly. Well, that's yeah. probably not appropriate. Um, I think, are you thinking about your spouse? Um, I don't know. Are you thinking about some of the guy? I think my biggest question is, is this... This relationship in the novel making you feel like crap about your own marriage. Like, because it's not reality. Or wanting to be in another situation. So then all of a sudden you start comparing your life to some book or movies do the same thing sometimes. Like, Well, and think about this too. The thing, Think about the things that you put into your mind. How hard or how powerful is your mind? And I'm not just talking about maybe, you know, intimacy or sex things. Just everyday life things. Think about the things that consume your mind that you would love to push out of your mind that you can't. And you're just like, why can't I stop thinking about this? And sex and those types (laughs) of things are even, you know, or pornography are even so much worse that you can, once they're put in your mind, you can never get them out of your mind. So really be careful about, you know, what, like I said, what you're reading, what you're putting into your mind, because you can never put those out of your mind. And again, just like Amy said, um, you know, well, or, or just ask that question. Is this bringing me closer together as a couple with my spouse or not? And I think if you can say, yeah, you know, this this romance novel, it's just a, it's clean, it's uh, romantic, it's, you know, makes me want to be intimate with my spouse or, you know, whatever, then you're probably okay. Yeah, but, yeah, personal um, choice there. So, anyways, uh, oh, this next one is going to be a fun topic. I can't wait till I the email. No, experience. I can't wait to get emails back on this podcast because we get quite a few on some episodes, and I, some people are going to be like, "That I can't believe you said that," or it's fine. We're going to take. Well, let's see. This one's not a hard no. It's the next one. Role playing. Um, yeah, not experts in this one. Uh, we don't care to do that in our marriage. Don't care to. So if you're into that and you, it's bringing you close together, Great. fine. Fine. Yeah. Um, I don't have any desire, and neither does Nick, we've talked about this, to pretend to be somebody else because that's weird to me. And I don't. I want to be with my husband when I yeah. make love. <laughs> exactly. So I am not saying that you can't or you should be able to, I, I Whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. I don't want to imagine someone else. So... <laughs> I yeah I agree I agree I we don't have say. any experience in this no so experience. We, we can't give any input but yeah, again sorry. like to me if I have to imagine being with a nurse or a <laughs> you know stripper or whatever I mean obviously, that doesn't obviously, seem right that that, doesn't that, seem yeah right. <laughs> that just seems weird to me so I just I'm totally into my wife I love her if I you want I want her. I don't know if role playing has to do with costumes. I don't know. Like dressing up for each other is probably great. Well, when Maybe I wear some a sexy outfits, I guess. When I wear a suit, that turns you on. I know. I'm fine with just a suit. I don't need him to dress up in any other way. So, anyways, I'm in love with my husband. Who he is, everything about him. I'm fine just making love to you. 
don't need to act anything out. So we're yep. we're not good at that one. But the next one is the hard no for us, anal sex. I'll let you take that one over. That's a hard no in our marriage. Never had to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a hard no for me too. But uh, to me, it's just because in our marriage, it's like, A, it's simulating something that we don't believe in, right? No. And B, I don't think that area is meant for that meant for that uh, plus there's a lot of health concerns and things like that now all right well i think we've talked about enough about that subject you can decide if that's something that's right or wrong for you yeah sorry we got no nothing to say about that one it's a no for us no nope. um talking dirty to your spouse now i don't like the word dirty i don't either when i, hear, I don't like it when i hear that word i think something demeaning gross or you know maybe sinful um, but you could change that word and change it to talking sexually or sensually to your spouse. Nothing wrong with that. Who doesn't like that? Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that at all. In fact, um, we, we have someone that we really love her, her name's Laura Brotherson. Um, she's written some fantastic books and in one of her books, you know, she talks about all the benefits of, um, you know, talking, um, what's sexual like yeah, sensually, yeah. talking sensually and things like that she talks about you know it can really help with uh, mental distractions um decrease self-confidence during lovemaking consciousness yeah. sorry consciousness um increased arousal um just there's so many benefits um of doing that mm-hmm. um honestly like we haven't done that i guess a ton in ours <laughs> but i know everyone's gonna be like gosh you guys are not as crazy as I saw. Well, I'll, I'll whisper. I'll, I'll go throughout the day or something and whisper something in Amy's ear. Or, it's pretty much like, I can't wait to make love to you tonight. That's pretty much it. Hey, it's <laughs> talking dirty to me. Yeah, well. It's crazy. Yeah. So, anyways, we were, personal story, we are on a walk, like, last week. We, we take, like, a romantic stroll every night with our dogs, like, right at sunset. We try to do that every day. And we started having a little conversation on this topic. And Nick's like, you don't do that to me. I would love that. And I was like, oh, you're right. That's one more thing I totally don't do. I'm sorry. I'm like, well, I just, I don't know. That's just not natural for me. If I, like, come whispering, I can't wait to do this tonight. He's like, you know how much I would love that? So then I whispered into his ear, like, right then. He's like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait for tonight. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, Ah, my gosh. That's so true. (laughs) Anyway, so I... I don't know if all wives, maybe, maybe you love it when your husband talks sensually or sexy to you, but it's probably, I'm just guessing, I'm just guessing, more of a man thing. He wants you to go whisper what you're going to do to him tonight, what you'd like to try tonight. I'm not, not even that, even just like whispering like, dude, you are so freaking sexy. I can't wait to, <laughs> I mean, just like, I'd be like, holy smokes. I wouldn't even be able to work the rest of the day. I'd be like, all right. That's why I don't do only it. Only have nine hours left. That's why I don't how do, do I, it. How do I make it through the rest of the nine hours? That's why I don't do it, so you can work. Ah, oh, good excuse. Come on. <laughs> but you could do it at like 8.30, 9 o'clock. I'm going to throw a pull out on this one because, so we were talking about this and I'm like, I would love to know like how many wives actually say something like this to their spouse like before climbing into bed. Oh, and when we do a poll, you're going to see like 100% of the men respond to, like, oh this. man, that would like drive me insane. And Okay, well maybe the challenge today, if you're listening, is for the women. 
or the men if they know their wife likes this stuff. Like, I, I don't know. I would just laugh if Nick did that to me. I'd be like, okay, you're in the mood. Get it. I already had that. I already knew that. Um, the wives, maybe go whisper or text or leave a note of something sensual that you want to say to your spouse. Leave a 10-minute voicemail in detail of what you want to... Tell them you can't wait to rip their clothes off tonight. Oh, they would See love that. that. They would yeah. love that, right? Or just a love message. Just tell them how amazing they are and you just really want to make love to them tonight. Because <laughs> they're so amazing. Oh, even something as simple as that. Nick will take anything you can get. So, anyways, that's I, I have to take the challenge. I have to take my own challenge. Yeah, that's a good ch- Okay, so you're going to do that tonight? Yeah. Or today? Well, sometime. I Sometimes. can't tell you when, because okay. then it won't be a challenge. Fair enough. Anyways, so, did we miss anything? I was just going to say, I don't know if we missed anything. I think we covered I'm sorry if we anything. missed anything. So, even though we've repeated this like maybe 500 times already, ask the question, does this help my marriage or does this hurt my marriage? And I think that'll help a lot in determining, okay, what's right or what's wrong for our relationship. And, and again, there isn't necessarily in in some areas there's a hard no but on some of these other areas there really it it really isn't something that uh how do i want to say this i guess try to figure out what you can incorporate into your marriage to make it better to make it better and don't compare yourself to other people like that's that's the worst thing i think people do is like oh compare like well they're doing this or or why can't we do this? Find what works for you and, and is And if you're still concerned you. about it, then take it to the Lord in prayer together. And if, if you still don't feel good about it, that's probably a no. Yeah. It's a pretty simple answer. And you probably will feel like something's good or bad for your marriage already. Or I don't know. I feel like in our marriage, I feel like some of them are just like, you wouldn't ever be interested in that, right? Oh, heck no. Yeah. Perfect, because I feel the same way. And then some things are like, well, maybe maybe we should just try it together. Okay, let's try it. No, we didn't like that. Well, you know, so and I, and I think the key is, as we always respect. talk about, is communication. And you respect. Know? Um, talk to your spouse about these things. Communicate with them. Make sure they feel comfortable. Make sure you're on the same page. And that's truly when you're truly going to connect and find ultimate intimacy in your relationship is when you both are on the same page. And listening to each other. Communicating and listening and respecting because a lot of couples can get into really heated arguments when there's no respect there. Yeah. So this is a this is these are the kind of topics that there has to be mutual respect and, and understanding. So really be vulnerable and yeah. So flood our email again with uh, <laughs> your different thoughts or uh, what you like, what you don't like about the podcast. Or if you don't have a ring. We sell them in the shop. They're awesome. You're missing out. I'm going to promote that because they're awesome. I think every couple should have one. I agree. I really do. They are awesome. So yep. check them out at shop.ultimateintimacy.com. You can get 10% off with the code UI app, and they'll get to you pretty quickly. So thank you for listening today. And as always, we hope you find ultimate intimacy in your relationship. 